Hi, and welcome to the Stripology Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy, experienced dancer, mindset and strategy coach, and founder of the Industry Academy. This industry completely transformed my life, and I've coached hundreds of women to do the same. Through my signature framework of sales, mindset, and confidence, I help dancers of all experience levels who are inspired to master their craft and maximize their income. In this podcast, I will share with you my personal journey and the skills I learned that helped me to lift my financial ceiling, cultivate confidence, and quadruple my income on a consistent basis. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get into it. If I asked you to dance. Hey, how are you? I'm back in Perth and um, I just hit record. This is one of those episodes where I'm like, oh, I'm not quite ready, but I know the gist of what I really want to talk about. And I'm just going to let whatever wants to come out, come out. So I hope you've been well. Um, I've also received recently some really, really nice messages about this podcast. So I just want to thank you all for listening. Um, hopefully it's helpful. And yeah, I'm glad that you're putting into practice, you know, anything that lands for you. So that's um, really encouraging for me to hear. Um, so recently I just had uh, about a six-week break from life, I guess you could say. Um, been juggling a lot of things lately, like I've been experimenting with my life a little bit um, this past year and actually rewinding even further back from this past year. Um, I'd say since we bought our new house, so we really stretched ourselves um, in what we bought and it was a massive project and it still is a massive project. And there's been so many amazing lessons in taking on really big things. Um, my husband and I have a, you know, mindset or philosophy, I guess, as like, you know, well, fuck it. We're going to make it work. <laughs> you know, um, we've overcome so many challenges. We've both come from, you know, a lot of different challenging situations in the past, um, both living like absolute rat bags for so long. And now we're, you know, doing our best at adulting and we're both, uh, self-employed and we're both doing our thing and so there really is no sort of guideline for anything um but what we do both believe is like if we want to make something work we can make it work and so we do all these crazy things and so since buying this house you know there's been a lot of renovations um there's been a lot of uncertainty and a lot of change, you know, I have since COVID like stepped more and more out of stripping, focusing on my business more. Um, meanwhile, you know, running an Airbnb, doing a lot of renovations, um, pretty much constant, which I love. I love the progress and I love seeing results. And it's just, you know, blows my mind all the time when I get to look around and just go, holy shit, <laughs> you know, like, I've had on my vision board for so long, you know, um, living in my dream home. We didn't buy it as my dream home or as our dream home. We 
because we brought it in as a condition and it needs a lot of work and it definitely needed a lot of work at the start. Um, but we said yes to that. And so we get to create our dream home through that. So that's really, really exciting. Um, but what I've experienced in the last year, dabbling with stripping less and trying out a civvy job for the first time in over a decade, um, that's been really challenging. I never experienced burnout while stripping, even though, you know, I would strip generally about six days a week or nights, um, constantly working flat out, telling myself things like, you're not dead yet, get on your feet and fucking make some money. Like so much hustle, hustle, hustle. And I love myself for that. Um, but at the same time, there's so much that goes on in the background for us when we have change in our lives, you know? So we might be thinking, oh, it's just moving house or it's just a new job or it's just this. There's actually a lot of internal, you know, adaptions, or adaptations and, and change and things that we need to do in order to, um, you know, do new things. And so it might seem like nothing on the surface, but actually internally there's a lot of disruption. And so I feel like that finally caught up with me and, you know, working on my business, holding a lot of space, which is so something that I'm so grateful for. And it absolutely lights me up. Like it's something that's energizing, but what I did experience with like trying my life in the civvy world and adapting in that way, like adapting in kind of society in a way that I'm really not used to. I found that really challenging and um, I just needed a break. Between the Airbnb cleaning always being like the worst timing and just trying on these different hats and being like, let's see what fits. And the good thing is like, I'm really happy about trying new things and seeing how they feel and, you know, gaining that understanding and meeting new people and, you know, stretching myself in that way. I didn't realize what an impact it would have on me internally. Um, looking back, you know, and being like, wow, it all really came to like this crescendo point where I was like, I'm going to fucking lose my mind if I don't have a holiday because I hadn't had a holiday in probably about a year and during my stripping life you know I always made sure to have holidays you know it was just I felt it, it would come up I'd have a holiday and then with new responsibilities I'm like cool well, I need to do this and I need to do that and holiday can wait and like I'm so good at working myself like a donkey but for me stripping is so uplifting and feels so right that it never really felt even though I would feel like a corpse walking sometimes like you know it just still felt right it's like our body knows when something feels in alignment or it doesn't feel in alignment and so for me you know I could really get in that schedule of stripping so much and like you know, just being in that mode and having that rhythm. And even though I'm up all night, you know, working my life around it and then to have change. Yeah. Not even just changing living arrangements and different types of work and things like that, but also my sleep schedule, like it all adds up. And so I was like, and minus any holidays, I was like, okay, I'm going to fucking literally lose my shit and end up in a, in a um, loony bin 
or I need to take some action. And so I love most of your job and it's not only casual, it's only, you know, every, like every time there's an event on or, you know, just casual hours, whenever I choose, it's actually super flexible. But adapting to that was a lot for me and a lot for my nervous system. And so, yeah, it was just so interesting seeing myself feel like, okay, I'm actually going to lose my shit. But also so grateful for like the flexibility of my life that I am so cautious to sign up to anything. I don't think I'm ever going to do a full-time job again. That's not up to me. Like what I do is what I love and I'm so careful about what that looks like. And so obviously my business has so much time for that. And then other things um they have to be out of interest they have to be out of like wanting to do them so yeah so it got to this point where I was like okay I really need a fucking break and my last um event for my civic job was in Brisbane I grew up in Brisbane so I was like okay I need to spend some time in the fucking bush like I need to spend some time in the country I need to talk to as minimal people as possible and just rest 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 like my mind was screaming at me to rest so I took heed and I was like okay cool and so my mum lives in Queensland she's in the country if you have me on Instagram you would have seen in my stories that I spent all this time in the country and absolutely loved it and the thing is a massive like realization for me in that time was burnout gets to be bliss like if we feel really burnt out if we like listen to ourselves and follow what it is we need to do then it can actually be blissful But if we, and like I've done so many times before, if we fight that burnout and if we tell ourselves like, no, I'm being lazy, no, I'm not doing enough or whatever comes up, um, burnout can be really fucking horrendous, (laughs) you know? So really seeing the difference there was a massive eye-opener for me and I'm never going to forget that. Like if I'm feeling to the end of my tether and I'm telling myself crazy things like you need to get in your car and just drive and be in open space and, you know, make zero plans and just see what happens. Then I'm going to do that. And that's what I did. And it was amazing. And the beautiful thing as well from that, and this is what I really want to point out in this episode, if this, um, you know, is meaningful to anyone out there, um, then that's great, is doing my thing and going out into the bush and literally driving from one end of Australia to the other and then back again, (laughs) Um, you know, taught me that, you know, that if that's what I need to do, that's what I'm going to do. And that's where I really found my bliss. And then getting home as well, like there's this feeling sometimes uh, when we're caught up in that hustle, when we're caught up in burnout because burnout is really draining and it can be, really easy to think in like doomsday kind of uh, thinking patterns, you know, where like everything's going to crumble, everything's going to fall apart, I can't let the balls drop. It's like just let the balls fucking drop and see what happens Um, because there's a saying that I love and it's, you know, if you take that leap, yeah, it's scary, but you're going to land on a soft surface, you know. On the other side is a feather bed and that's what I experienced. So, 
not only getting to spend time with family and, you know, having an amazing time with my husband that we don't normally, we're both a bit workaholic-y and we drove across together. He had to fly back for work, of course. Um, but my mum came back with me on the way back, which was absolutely amazing. I got to spend enough time in Brisbane that I got to see old friends and some family members that I don't normally get to see. And it really felt like my cup got replenished um and that to me is just so priceless and I never would have considered doing you know this big drive across Australia and back again um if I wasn't at the point of really needing to so again you know realizing like maybe I don't need to be as extreme but that is a pattern for me really that extreme ends of the pendulum um, like I've talked about before and if you haven't heard or read my writing you know um, sometimes you know if we hold ourselves up in an extreme end for a long time sometimes when we let that go the pendulum swings the other way and I just remember in 2018 after having worked you know a month straight stripping I had one night off so uh, every single night for a month um, except for one night and before that six nights a week for a very long time and then I went to Bali and did a four-week yoga teacher training um, and meditation training as well. And it was so beautiful. And it just always happens in alignment, you know. it's It can be like a really difficult time right before. And then when you just know what you need to do, it's just so blissful. Um, and then coming home this time, it was so eye-opening to step into my home, a home that I've been in for just uh, maybe two years now. We've done so many renovations, you know, we've spent over a hundred grand in that time, um, done so much physical work and it just looks so beautiful, you know, and stepping back in after six weeks and just being like, holy shit, like this huge wave of, gratitude and just really realizing in that moment everything I've worked for you know all of those difficult times all of those times that you know I've been exhausted or I've been hustling my ass off or you know in the lead up to this I mean I've not even had a house to live in you know I've been in abusive relationships like you name it like so many times that I can look back on and just think that you know every single effort that we put in like day by day it is building something that we get to live in in the future and that is so powerful um and returning home just a couple of days ago it was such a powerful and massive realization that this is an accumulation of so much hard work and I get to enjoy it you know I get to go in my garden and make it even more beautiful and have a swim when I'm feeling hot and eat yummy food and you know like all of these things that in the past when it's been so difficult yeah, just really realizing that 
all of the efforts step by step lead into this time. And I just want to put that out there because I want to say a few sayings that I really love. Obviously, I love sayings if you've listened to me enough or read my work. But, um, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and also progress over perfection. Even doing this podcast, even doing all of my work, it means so much to me and it all comes down to the willingness to just keep going even when it's difficult. Um, always progress over perfection, knowing that, you know, you're doing something for yourself, your future self is so important and it just feels really good even when things seem distant or whatever time is still going to pass and so yeah um I just really wanted to put this episode out there there's actually another topic that I can't wait to um record but I really wanted to do this one first so yeah I hope you enjoyed and just that reminder out there that if things are feeling difficult or if things are feeling distant or even if you're loving the journey, you know, just to celebrate the fact that all of the efforts now are towards your future self. And even those difficult nights, you know, those nights where you keep showing up, all of the times where things aren't ideal, but the key is to always believe in yourself and know that you are worth your efforts. That's what you're doing it for. You're doing it for you. And you're doing it for the future self, the future version of yourself that is going to happen. Because I never pictured anything <laughs> um, when I was younger. You know, I was in survival. I was just trying to survive the day-by-day life. And now I get to enjoy day-by-day life. And it's different, you know. Um, and I just want to put out there one last thing that's quite funny. Um, I remember when I graduated year seven <laughs> and we had this like yearbook, you know, 1996. That's the year that I finished grade seven. 1996, um, we had our photo. We had like what we what we planned to do with our lives or whatever. And so many people in my grade were like, oh, I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be like the CEO of this company or whatever, probably what their parents did or something or what their dreams were. And mine was so fucking random. Like it cracks me out every time I think about it. And it said, I want to be a hairdresser or a waitress and I want to earn enough money to buy a gymnastics trampoline and a drum kit. Now, I've never bought a gymnastics trampoline or a drum kit, um, and maybe I should. I think that would both be really fun. But looking back, you know, you could judge potentially and say, okay, a hairdresser or a waitress. And, you know, the funny thing, so much of the money that I've made has been from waitressing. But the nude variety the variety where I am waitressing in people's homes, in people's boats or private events without my clothes on, chatting to people, serving drinks occasionally, 
And that's it. <laughs> so I'm so glad that I lived up to my dream. Very happy about that. Anyway, I hope you're all well. I can't wait for next week's episode. And thank you again so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Thanks for being here and have an amazing time until I see you next week.